You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Welcome to episode 105, 105 of the motherfucking podcast. This is the official podcast of the International Power Rock Combo motherfucking ruckus from Denver and Chicago, respectively. I'm Aaron Howell. I'm Gordo. Hi. I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out here at the uh, at my favorite haunt in Castle Rock. <laughs> High five, dude. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah. Wash your hands. Uh, oh no no no! We don't do that to here. We don't do that here. It's all hoax. It's all fake. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and uh, Logan's here as well. What's up, my I, dude? I, I'm Logan. How are you guys? Good man. Tony Lee's going to be joining us later. Ty will be unable to make it. Thanks for everybody for dropping in on the stream. Um, we are going to have a chat going through the whole thing. Logan and Gordo are going to be monitoring the chat, and uh, this is going to be. And something of an appreciation episode um, for all the people who put in orders on the COVID out of business sale. I've got a ton of merch back here, a ton of envelopes. I've got our label printer and scale, and uh, we're going to be answering questions as they come into the chat. I'm, I'm about ready to, to start my set here at this at this cafe. <laughs> you know, what, and you know like I mean, like everything's fine here. I don't I don't know what people are bugging out about. I'm really you know surprised. What? I'm really surprised that you guys have a crowd there. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, it's, we have a great crowd here. Great crowd here. All the all the regulars are here, and they came out in full force. It's great. I, I will say it's very bland. Like that is a very vanilla ass crowd you got going on. Yeah, and yeah, they don't I'm seem gonna, to be paying gonna, you much attention. And I'm well. I'm going to be playing some some uh, some of my alter egos music. I'm going to be playing some yeah, Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, so so you know like uh, you know I'm just going to kind of warm up the crowd with these guys here. You know you know it's messed up because they all look so like bored and sad and they're just like not because of your wonderful music gordo but i'm just saying like they look like for being so, well that's that's a cafe gig man yeah that that's that's why i'm here that's yeah. it's I'm, I'm here to bring a little joy into this joyless atmosphere right. that's that's all i can do and logan hello how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, also in the chat, we've got some fun little stupid emojis. The chat so far. Hey, Gordo, Ethan asked if you can send the chat URL to him on um, on Facebook. Or through text. Or through text. Whatever. Or through text. Okay, hang on here. Let Just a new URL. Yeah, we got Hulk Logan in the house. What's up, bitch? How you doing, bitch? What's up, bitch? Oh, hey, man. bitches. What's up, bitches? <laughs> But, but this little uh, ski mask emoji bandit that's up to no good is my favorite so far. That guy's <laughs> that guy's pretty fun. <laughs> also, there's oh, there's gifts on here too, y'all. Oh shit, there's gifts oh, yeah. on. <laughs> Hang on, I'm getting, this, I'm getting this link taken care of here. Let's see. So what yeah, if at any time during the episode you want to uh, drop a comment or a question, we will be taking those comments and questions throughout the episode. Um, and I'm going to be 
I'm going to be packing orders while I sit here. Uh, this next one we got coming up. Hey, this goes out to our boy Ryan Sanko, who is now living in Houston, Texas. Ryan, I didn't know you were living in Texas, man. We know Ryan from Chicago. Yeah. We know, or near Chicago, Indiana, actually, I believe. Okay, so for Ryan, we've got one of the Josh Finley Design Party Machine shirts. We've got... Those are, those, are, are those are going away soon, huh? Yeah, yeah, dude. We, we, I mean, we've got 25 orders to pack here, man. We uh, really got a lot of people. And then I'm we've the got the, uh, the Keep Denver Shitty Design by the one and only Jay Party Lord. And then... I love that shirt. Yeah. People are really stoked on the new, new Jay Party Lord merch we have. Did, did you see the stuff it's, that Jay's working tight. on right now? Uh, Jay got his own uh, printing set up. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, and I he's went, been doing custom prints for people. I went and picked up one of his shirts. I'll have cool. to go bust it out and show you what he's got going on. Hey, talk yeah, talk amongst I, yourselves. I got to grab Ethan real quick. Hold on. Hey, well, I've uh. Like, you know, we got the yeah, loud mouth out of the room here. We can talk about this now. I'm doing my own sale it's, over at Gordophonic Records. All this great stuff behind me. 30% off any order of $30 or more. Check it out, man. The code is ISOCRAZY. Get over there. Do it. Do it now. Drop drop a link in the chat, yo. That's that's all I got. Oh, God, that's a brilliant idea. Can you drop links in the chat? I'm going to drop links right here in my trousers. Hang on. <laughs> Dropping links. <laughs> Dropping links.com. So, so what's coming across in the chat in, in the um in this chat right here on the side the Skype side chat is this is this all going into the chat stream? No, no, it is not. Oh, so nobody can see this comedy gold I'm dropping over here? Oh, <laughs> no, so no good. one can see really the comedy is. gold you're Damn. dropping. Right, and he sent me such a good background. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that set up next. This is great. <laughs> like I said earlier, GordophonicRecords.com. Get all of this sweet merchandise behind me. It's super cheap right now. I really um, feel that this is a productive use of our time right here. The this the, the Skype great. jokes. It's great. I feel like I feel like we're getting like all the jokes and all the promotional stuff. Like everything in here. This is perfect. This is perfect. Let me see here. And I love all the the gifts. The gifs. What I don't know how people say it. The gifs, the gifs, the sweeps, the bleeps, and the creeps. Before I get, you know, to my official duties, I'm gonna have to get to this image because this is this is perfection right here. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I, I like it a whole lot. I uh... those these are bacon wrapped murder murder wasps. Th those are, those oh. look really really good. Bacon wrapped oh, murder look. wasps. What those the fuck, dude? Jalapeno murder hornet. Poppers. <laughs> There's some pepper poppers. Those that are what you is, call. Those are what you call. That spicy. is awesome. Yeah, those are spicy little bastards, huh? Those are some spicy. Okay, let me let me get on the uh, the Facebook. Got my device going over to Facebook. Clots all right, who do we got on there? Is it just all? Is it just all people we know just clowning on us? Is that all it is? Gianni Fonz. It's only a matter of time before pop starts. Cool. Hey, Fonz. Thanks for watching my DJ set the other day, the other night. I got kicked off by the man, though. I played right, for streaming for streaming stuff that you didn't have license to stream? Hey, speaking of bacon, I have, I have a really related question here, okay? <laughs> Kevin Bacon can go on fucking Facebook Live and play a Van Morrison song for 53,000 people. 
and I go on there and I play a Kaya song for 53 people, and they're like, we're going to suspend your account. You're under arrest from Facebook. Well, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, but were you, were you streaming the actual song itself, or were you performing a cover? I was spinning the record. Kevin Bacon was performing it, wasn't he? No, he was spinning records. He literally had what? a shitty little record player, and he's like, check it out, it's Van Morrison. And he put it down, and he's like, Hi, I'm Kevin Bacon, I'm playing Van Morrison. Well, record. Kevin Bacon's like, got people, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's so, got 53,000 people. Well, I mean, he's got business people who can set up, like they can set up the licensing for him. Ryan, you got a package coming your way, my man. I guess I should probably oh, yeah. stop showing people's I, addresses I, I, in the camera. I see all the questions now. There's a lot of questions, man. Okay. There's a lot are, of questions. Are there questions? I'm not seeing any Or are questions. you being a smart-ass son of a bitch again? Because that gets my hopes up and makes me really, really sad. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Gianni says, how do we get to this other chat stream? What's an internet? He wants to know. Would you please answer his fucking okay, question. Okay, what is an internet? Ike says, "Yo, what's up, boys?" Hey, Ike, dude. Okay, so I want to give a I want to give up, a shout out to up? Ike. I went by Flipside Music. Flipside Music is open for business now, and I went yeah. by there, and uh, like I I hit Ike up because I've been doing my like daily videos, and I was like, dude, do you can you recommend a pedal that would be really good for uh, just doing the acoustic? singer songwriter stuff that i've been doing and doing the cover songs and he was like absolutely there's this uh there's this thing it's a it's a boss ve8 not a v8 like the juice but a boss ve8 um and it's a, an acoustic performance pedal and i went over and picked it up and dude it is fucking awesome i just put it up a new video today i've got to like learn some of the features but just straight out of the box it sounded really good it makes me sound better than i am so shout out to ike thank you so much for hooking me up with that my man i appreciate it aaron your uh guitar videos have been fire lately man you're getting is, is that true really thank you good. yeah i'm I pretty mean, uh i'm pretty excited about it man yeah he's on a tight release schedule yeah, I know. Like I'm almost. He's got to keep. He's got to keep. He's got to keep bringing the hot fire daily. Yeah, you do, uh, man. Jo Joey, what Joey wants to know when the new album will be ready for release. Like we're basically getting them done a single at a time, and Brad is traveling back and forth from Texas to Colorado, um, dealing with his uh, late father's um, uh, final. What would you call it? Your final needs final arrangements and all that stuff so he's kind of going back and forth so really whenever he gets a chance to like to get some mix time in he's he's finishing these mixes one at a time after talking to the label we talked to uh, i had a meeting with rodeo star not too long ago and they basically said that uh they're not going to be doing anything for the foreseeable future and they even recommended that we just do it as an independent release but the problem is is if we do it as an independent release then we don't have access to Rodeo Star and Napalm's um, marketing resources uh, and their reach and their Rolodex. Um, so basically what I said is, okay, well, how about we just release everything digitally one song at a time. I'll work on music videos while everybody's on lockdown. We'll send those to you and we'll, out, you know, we'll pay a small marketing budget um, to be able to promote those things. And then when all this is over, 
uh, will actually do a physical full album release. But it's sounding like we're not going to do any kind of full physical album release until fall of 2021. But that being said, if all goes well, uh, there will be a pretty major tour to go with that. And I can't give any details on the pretty major tour, but the offer that he suggested would definitely be the biggest tour we have ever done. So um, in a long meandering way, I have no idea when the new album is going to come out, come out. But it's probably not going to be until 2021. But in the meantime, we're going to keep releasing singles uh, and we're going to keep working on the new, new album, the 17 songs that we went up and worked on uh, this that last new, time around. So that new, new. That the new, 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 the new, new. Right now, we're we're trying to get the old, new done. And the old new is is in the process, and and we should be seeing those getting released quickly. Plus, so uh, saddle up. Parker. Yeah. So I have also been learning um, DaVinci Resolve, <laughs> which is uh, video editing software, and I've been learning OBS and and doing everything I can to build up my um, content creators toolbox. And I'm going to be working on and working with other. Uh, directors and filmmakers to uh, to make music videos for all the songs that are coming out on this new record. I've reached out to Idolo, uh, who did the um, Idolo Ghani, who did the uh, It's a Mess video. We're going to do a video for Equilibrium. Um, I talked to Kyle Lamar. Uh, we're going to be doing a video. We've got an animated video by Jake Fairley and Macy Little coming out. Uh, I even talked to. Um, I've been talking with the Balonium Cats about doing a video i have a ton of ideas for music videos but as far as actual physical goods um we're not going to see anything come out for quite some time so it's a bummer but i'm hoping that it ends up being for the best in the end yeah but this is this is what some of my latest loaves that i've accomplished here not not actual size uh for <laughs> G- i just wanted gianni to see that because like you know we, we occasionally we're chatting about leavening and, and such hey things. speaking um speaking Drop of fucking loaves man Speaking of uh, of Joey Klontz, uh, you just happen to be the next one in line, and I actually need to. I've got an order here for you, but I've got to combine the orders because you did two of them. So hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, love you lots, Joey. Joey's our our main dude, and I've got a question for Joey. When Uh-oh. are you actually going to go to Oklahoma? That's when I want to know. Because uh, I'm I'm curious if everything's being slowed down by by COVID or if you guys are are going to go out and um, and do this. Gianni asked if you created your own yeast, Gordo. Those look. Proper. I did not. I did not. I I had to uh, I had to find yeast. It wasn't easy to find, man. It's, uh, people have been on a real tear of baking. Apparently, yeah, we're not the yeah. only ones doing it, man. <laughs> Yeah, we've, so, we've been doing it, too. We just got a sourdough starter from yeah. in the process, man. It's pretty cool stuff, though. Yeah, that's that's something that I have not done yet. But, I, you know, I'm looking forward to doing uh, over the next year as I as I remain in isolation. <laughs> and uh, just going to, you know, write songs, bake bread, and uh, make videos. Uh, Joey said what? still hoping to be out there in August. Cool. Man. That's going to be really cool. It's going to be interesting to uh, 
be on the ground floor of the cannabis industry in uh, in Oklahoma. I really hope that's okay that I say that out loud. I mean, it is a legal thing that you're going to be going out there and doing. But we love you, man, and we wish you the best of luck. We uh, we really hope that it's awesome. Uh, this next package is for uh, Missy Hallinan. Cool, Loveland, Colorado. Melissa Hallinan. 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 Ha- well, that's a that's a holla complicated name, bud. Uh, yeah, she just got. It looks like one of the dirty half dozen CDs. So we're gonna weigh that and uh, send that on out. Hey, kiddo, I can't feed you right now. Sorry. Sorry. Anybody buddy. else on there, guys? Just uh, just so you can see, uh, this is Klaus here. Klaus is hanging out with me. Uh, she wants some food. She's not gonna get some. For another hour or so, she's being a little greedy bitch. Don't you love cats? Aren't cats love, just the best? I love cats. I do. But they murdered a rabbit yesterday, and I hate that shit. Hey. Yeah. It was pretty ugly. It was one of the uglier uh, bunny murders I've had at my place here at the cat ranch. Really, really bloody. There's wow. nothing worse than watching a bunny just slowly die in front of you. It's terrible. Well, welcome to bunny murder chat. That's pretty much yeah. It's just like yeah, it's it's murder central over here. Yeah. Hey, uh, logs. What you what you been up to since the last time I talked to you, man? Oh, you know uh, this and that. Yeah, n- not drinking heavily. That's for sure. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he means he is yeah. drinking heavily. You guys. Yeah. We've got Bonnie Finley in the house. We've hey, Bonnie Finley. Chemical, uh, Chemical X. Who, wait, who from Chemical X? Kalen. Hey, Kalen, what's up, my man? How you doing? I, I, I'm i just seeing who's joining. Uh, Mary Zelinsky's here. Hey, Mary Zelinsky! What up, kitty? How you doing? But, uh, yeah, I've just been, uh, you know, taking care of shit around the house. I killed my entire yard of weeds, and I'm gonna, you know, dig that shit up and try to make it nice. All and, right. Uh, Shout out to Missy Hallinan. Thank you very much. Appreciate ya. You know boring boring quarantine stuff do you do you have any idea when or if work is going to happen for you like um, i haven't been really paying attention to the timeline for ban- like for bar stuff just because you know the the bar is just kind of a secondary part of our business it's mostly food so i haven't really been paying attention to what the plan is with with opening bars at least in our state um, it's a slow crawl to get there. Like, um, hair salons and tattoo shops opened up, but they are very, very like small caps. Like, um, like Melon from EOD was telling me he can have 10 people in his shop at all times. Right. So that means, you know, and they're like doing, um, uh, appointments, uh, like you have to call in and make sure like you're, you're approved and all that shit, but they have uh, five artists and five people getting tattooed at all times, and that's like very slow, you know. But yeah, that's super hey, slow. They're open, but uh, bars at least another month. The- I'm thinking like beginning of June, maybe beginning of July. You know, it, they're starting to give restaurants the, or they're getting ready to give restaurants the option of having dine-in guests with social distancing protocols. And Fire on the Mountain just said no. Like, we're just, we're not going to open the dining room. Just be, number one, for safety. And number two, just because 
It's crazy enough trying to run our to go and our to out and delivery business just with mm. the volume of business coming in. If you try and throw in customers spaced six feet apart in our dining room at the same time, it's going to be total chaos. So we're you're scared, just going. You're scared of hanging out with my buddies here? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they are definitely not distancing. These yeah, guys so are having a blast. So we're yeah. just we're just gonna let it ride. Look, um, looks safe to me, man. Uh, hell yeah, open it up. Okay, we got a couple of new questions apparently from the stream, which I can't access. But Ethan's feeding me some questions here. Yeah, my, uh, thank you, Ethan. Um, not uploading either. Megabix seventy seven asks when the new album will be released. I oh, think that's, you maybe already. Covered yeah, that's that, uh, but, that's but, uh, uh, that's Joey. But also, uh, Aaron Evanson. Wants to know uh, if you're going to grow your hair out or keep it bald. (laughs) (laughs) Inquiring minds want to know. You know what, man? A thing happened when I shaved my head is I got to see how truly balding I like. I got to see how advanced my hair loss was. And I don't I don't think I'm going to go back, man. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to stick with this. Uh, The only difference is I might go shorter. I might start shaving it all the way down and bicking it. Um, just, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love the mane. I love the the crazy yeah. hair on stage, but it's only going to get worse. And I think at this time, if I tried growing it out, it would just look it would just look really sad. And I'm kind of liking this. I'm kind of in doing this. I'm embracing my middle age. So to to answer your question, I I I think I'm going to stick with this for a while. Um, yep. Joey says, "Bick it, bick it, dude, I, totally." I have a suggestion. Uh, I have a suggestion. You could just head it all off and just, and just, just, just the middle part right here. Just, just all the middle part. Shave it bald completely, down to the skin, and then just let the sides grow out. I was and thinking of waxing it, just waxing my head, <laughs> or just blind people when you're walking down the street and just like <laughs> sun reflects off of your bald ass head. I've actually done that before to people. Or just uh, plucking later. it with tweezers a strand at a time. I could I could do that. Oh yeah. But it, see, oh, but here's yeah. the thing though, is I is I told Jake not to change the character in the comic book, but I do think eventually there's going to have to be something that changes with my character that necessarily requires his head to be shaved. Oh, besides yeah. going bald. Like he gets scalped or uh, joins like- a cult. Uh, your hair gets taken off by, you know, like somebody trying to cut your face off or something. Or like we spend some time in like a monastery or something like that. Oh, yeah. Trying yeah. to get right with Buddha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. That's exciting. But okay. Yeah. Next package is going out to Natasha Schaefer out in Commerce City. Thank you very much, Natasha. We got you one of the uh, the Josh Finley party machine t-shirts if you're watching the stream right now and you want to get your hands on some stuff and help us liquidate our merch inventory so that uh we can start making some music videos and pay our studio bills you can go to mfruckus.bigcartel.com and uh in fact one of you guys throw that link in the uh in the chat uh mfruckus.bigcartel.com and uh you can use the uh the promo code COVID at checkout and you'll get 15% off your whole order. So thank you very much, Natasha. You're, uh, you're helping us stay afloat. We really appreciate it. What you got for questions there, guys, anything? Boy, I don't have anything right now. Uh, this is confusing. 
<laughs> what the chat or just uh i'm trying to uh god damn it yeah I, I have to use my phone for this thing um yeah mine's not like updating too quickly yeah it's just it's just it's kind of a shitty way to do it i would use my computer but like i've got then i've got uh it might be better my, to just my wife's just doing open like up a Facebook chat directly. thing and like it's everything's gonna just go it's just oh yeah the whole, no i hear you you know uh, what i mean Bonnie said, "MF Ruckus, uh, Balonium Split LP plus gig." And yes, Thomas, yes. Executive order. Yes. That okay. Sounds awesome. That sounds like a really cool idea because I don't think that you get the little huggy. huggy so, so Rodeo right Star now. doesn't have the rights to any specific songs off the new album. Okay. Like, really, we get to decide what goes on the new album. So it would be within the realm of possibility if we could find a way to finance it, Bonnie, to do a to take a couple of the songs from the batch that we're working on and throw them on a split with Bolonium and do a show and a release. That would be super fun. I would love to do that. Plus, um, I wanted to reach out to you and tell you I talked to uh, Richard Taylor... And uh, I asked him about helping me with a video because I want to do a video with puppets. And he said that you guys were actually working on a puppet video as well. And I wanted to see if we could work out a thing where I help you make the puppets for the Balonium video. And then you help me make the puppets for the Ruckus video. I've got this, I've got this really great idea for a video for one of our songs and I wanted to run it by you. So get in touch with me and let's talk about that. But to answer your question, yes, I would love to do something uh, between uh, Balonium and Ruckus. I think that'd be a ton of fun. As long as you draw the album cover. That's my only caveat. Like, I saw that poster you did for the show you guys were supposed to do at High Dive with Gort versus Goom and I wanted to be on the show just because of the poster. Because you drew everybody on the poster, and it was fucking awesome. So, uh, so yeah, let's do something. Oh, Gianni's got a good question. Was Little Richard, the architect of rock and roll, any influence to MF or Granny Tweed? That, the Plague Band, and Jerry Stiller has been a real drag. Yeah, the Jerry Stiller thing. I would, Did Jerry I Stiller would pass away, too? Yeah, yeah, there's there's been a lot of deaths that have been really bumming me out, for sure, man. Like, that is... You know, I'm of course I'm sad about the loss of Little Richard, but Little Richard was also 86 years old, and he ma he made it a long time, and he made such a like monolithic contribution. Like I don't know, like a gargantuan contribution, a mastodonical contribution to to uh, to music. I saw um, our buddy Rocky. He posted something recently that talked about the origins of the term rock and roll, you know, and it's and and about how it was just about getting it on with with your with your baby and sticking it to the man and like so much of what we do, whether it was directly influenced by Little Richard or not, um, was influenced uh, by him by proxy. Because everything that has influenced us was influenced by tributaries of his contribution. I mean, he, like you said, the architect of rock and roll. Now, that being said, personally, I was very influenced by Little Richard. You know, 
I grew up on on the classic oldies stuff that my dad listened to, and that included, you know, Little Richard, the Beach, uh, the Beach Boys, and uh, and, uh, and you know, the Ventures, and 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 things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the stuff that, uh, especially Tony's style of playing, is is based in you know four bar blues you know and and writing straight ahead rock and roll songs is has kind of been a big part of our formula um at least since tay joined the band and tay i know for a fact is hugely influenced by little richard um so when tay joined the band and started changing the direction of of the style of music that we were playing and then of course that inevitably ended up attracting tony because they had those similar interests um yeah that i mean we i i it would be arguable that like little richard's body of work and little richard's contribution is the container in which all the other uh influences existed that have informed our um Oh, what would you call it? Uh, that that have informed our sensibilities as far as rock and roll are concerned. So yeah, man, absolutely. And I'm sad that he's left the earth, but I am I am so grateful for the contribution he made. And I didn't know about Jerry Stiller, but I am super grateful for the contribution that Jerry Stiller made to comedy. Um, yeah, man, uh, they they both definitely left their mark on uh, the planet Earth and human civilization. So yeah, man. Shout out to Little Richard. Love that dude. Yeah, I got to say that, uh, you know, my dad was a real fan of Little Richard, not only for his musical influence, but just like his influence on kind of queer music culture as well. Right. And now, that, tell that me tell a, me a little bit about a, that, about how that how, how your dad, how your dad experienced it, like from from your knowledge. That's well, very he, interesting. I hadn't thought of that. He was just simply, you know, he was really out there and flamboyant at a time when it was super not cool. <laughs> you know, like it was just it was beyond anybody's imagination that anybody would get out there and be gay doing this thing, you know, and right. And um, and obviously, you know, like he had a lot of signifiers and, you know, his whole personality was so huge, you know, but was um, he out in the 50s? You know, no, he skirted that. He skirted that whole subject for a Through very his whole long career. Time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Actually, I, I somebody. I don't know if he was know. ever officially out. Yeah, I don't know that anybody ever outed him or he outed himself or anything on, in, of that regard. But I was going to say, I think um, it was something that he di- he felt he didn't need to talk about. I imagine because it was yeah, his business. Yeah. You know what he I mean? He was really good. If you see interviews where he's asked about it, like he's really good at getting around those questions. Though, man, <laughs> right. it's so good. Well, he but, comes but from he, a time but, where that could ruin your career. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Just Not to mention ruin out, your fucking life, dude. But yeah, that, yeah. that loud yeah. ass personality of his—he owned that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It's pretty great. But, but that's. But but I have to say, like you know, definitely more in a roundabout way, he was a musically an influence on me because I, I I definitely listened to him a lot as a child. But like, uh, Florian Schneider of Kraftwerk died recently, and he was actually way more of a direct influence on what I do currently. I can see that. And it's like just kind of uh, the quirky, weird, like like invent- innovative genre bending like um the other thing that Kraftwerk did that was really cool is they really their songs were like characters. You know what I mean? 
Like they're they well, yeah that whole uh, that whole you know advent of kraut rock and um, all that stuff was super and, and again like my dad introduced me to that stuff he was you know he would play that stuff at parties he would DJ parties he'd play that stuff and half the people were just like what the fuck is this like you know what is this shit that you're playing you know like play something good well they in, you know, they like, invented a lot of what they did too right yeah yeah yeah. Like a lot of their like, electronic they, instruments, they invented. Yeah, the, the the electronica thing, you know, like the, uh, the they were really forebears of that whole thing. And then the, you know, they were involved in the, that whole kind of boom of, you know, uh, kraut rock, German explosion of music there, you know, like. Right. The, the Motorique and all that stuff, like it's super cool shit, man. Like, uh, you know, and, and uh, that's something that I've always been super into. And it is. It's super weird. It's not for everyone. But, uh, but man, they had some really good shit. Really interesting good shit. I love it. I really just started to learn about them. I'm trying to think of what movie I went and saw. You know how when you go to Alamo Draft House? Well, you know how when we used to go to Alamo Draft House <laughs> in the before time and the long, long ago? Uh, I remember that. Yeah, you remember the picture shows, fellas? Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know how at the beginning of uh, movies at Alamo Drafthouse, they'll show, um, they'll just show uh, little videos that are relevant to whatever the topic is? Like, I went and saw some sci-fi movie that had a lot to do with, like, AI and robots or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Sarah and I went and saw it. Whatever it was, I think I fucking loved it, and it was great. But um, but they showed the video of uh, uh, We Are the Robots. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw that, and I saw them playing, and I saw how, like, weird the video was, and... Before that, I had always just thought of Kraftwerk as being this, like, really early, wacky German electronica music. And then I saw that song, that song, that video, and that kind of piqued my interest in learning more about Kraftwerk. And, and, and I might, you know, I might get my rock and roller card pulled for this, but I fucking love that band, dude. They are so cool. They rock. They completely rock. Oh, they do. They rock very hard. And those that say they don't, don't matter. Next package. <laughs> next, <laughs> yeah. next package oh, is going up down, to... Like, um, throwing it down. Throwing it down, Holmes. Next package is going out to our boy, Brett Busher in Grand Junction. Um, Brett has actually um, put us in a couple of his uh his videos he's uh he's a very talented um videographer and makes skate and i think snowboard videos um yeah uh brett thank you thank you thank you man we really appreciate the shit out of you man we can't wait to get back up to grand junction and see you so this is going in the mail for you my man i appreciate it got you a uh one of the hats and one of the new j party lord hall of champions um baseball tees i want to show these to people Woo! At the last show we did, Goose Town, before, you know, in the long, long ago, like you said, that one sold like a Murph. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we sold the shit out of those. That one was a really popular one. Um, and uh, almost every one of these orders contains one of those. No joke. 
Oh wow, the stream is working on my phone now. It's, God, <laughs> that's Jesus. good. We can listen to what we were talking about ten or, seconds ago. I got it going on my phone too, which is, oh hey, if we're all on here and we're all watching it on our phone, so that hey, that's half of the people watching right. Now. <laughs> cool. Hey, we are our own audience, man. Hey, we're we're fans of what we do, after all. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like gonna, we're we're like the army, man. We're an audience of one. I'm going to ask myself a question real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We got one going out to Boise, Idaho. And uh, Ross Rowe. Oh, That's Roscoe. Roscoe it's fucking Roscoe. Dude. Much love to our boy Roscoe out in, uh, in Boise. Logan, tell a little bit about how we know Roscoe. Papa Roscoe. He, he's... He's got two kids now, uh, unless he's had another one since I've talked to him, because he's he's pretty good at making those kiddos. But uh, <laughs> me and him used to work together at Benny Blanco's, and he was uh, he was a driver, and I was like running the the kitchen, the just managing the spot, and uh, he is like genuinely one of the nicest best people i have ever met in my life yeah you know? he's he's a real sweetheart like, man you know how when you meet somebody and you're just like you are just a good person like it's very right. rare that you meet somebody and they're just like thumbs up all around roscoe is one of those dudes is one of those dudes and made more of those dudes so we met his dad too his dad's yeah his dad's a solid dude yeah uh those pictures come up on my phone every once in a while of us partying with his dad really at our very very empty show in boise idaho (laughs) (laughs) i love the dude man i love him it was it is he's always been uh he had a band for a while too didn't he it was roscoe's dusty bottle jug band yeah i can't i can't remember what they were called but it was i think that's exactly uh, what it is is it was roscoe's dusty boxcar like (laughs) jug band or something like that yeah, with the word like in there, it was exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Uh, <laughs> um, well, Roscoe, we got yeah. a hat coming your way, man. We love you. Thank you so much for your support, dude. Anyway, if you're just joining us, uh, we are stuffing packages um, from our first wave of orders for the COVID out of business sale. Uh, we've got about 25 orders to box up here. Uh, man, we're about five in. And uh, we're getting these all done with our new shipping setup. Which I'm, dude, I'm loving this. Not having to go to the post office and do this shit. I can't tell you how nice this is. Stamps.com bundle going on there? No, I. So I called Reed, um, our good good friend of the show, Reed Wolf from Overdose and Speed Wolf and uh, Splattered Records. I called up Reed, and I was like, dude, if anybody knows mail order, it's you. I was hoping you could give me some pointers on what to do. And, and he started with like, oh, well, you're going to want to set up a store. And, and I'm like, no, 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 we have a store. I just, you know, I want to set up our shipping stuff. And he told me about ShipStation, which hooks up to stamps.com and, uh, and also connects to our big cartel. So every time an order goes on, it automatically connects to our ShipStation account. And then with my Trump change, I got a scale and... And a label printer. And, dude, I had to go through this whole... One of the reasons it's taken so long to get these orders together is and shipped out is 
I didn't want to go to the post office and hang out there and label stuff all day because I'm trying to like minimize risk wherever I can. Um, and hanging out in the post office just didn't sound like a lot of fun, especially given the current circumstances. So um, I bought some stuff from Uline, some shipping stuff, and they sent me, like, first of all, I bought the wrong printer because I don't know what I'm doing, and then they wouldn't let me return it because it wasn't in the original packaging, and they had to send me a box to send them the printer back and get the right printer instead of Hello, just Hello, Joshua like, Finley. Hey, Joshua Finley's on. Right on. We're selling some of your T-shirts here, my man. Colden is on here, too. Who is? You know what? We're Colden. selling them, too. I'm selling them, too. I'm selling them out of my basement. You're selling them out of your room there. We got <laughs> we got a cooperative Joshua Finley art situation going on here. A lot of people are selling Joshua Finley's stuff. Yeah. A lot of people. This is the uh, Joshua Finley fan podcast, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what? It is now. What have you guys heard that Josh is up to these days? What is he doing right now? Yeah, maybe, what are you up to, Josh? Maybe he'll tell us. No. Let, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you'd rather hear what we think he's doing right now? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's drawing. That's no, what I think he's doing. No. Yeah, I, I'll bet you he's drawing right now. I yeah, bet- I guarantee he's drawing. And, like, doing... Th- he's probably drawing... 12 different things at the same time is probably what he's, he's doing. making pancakes right he, now. Actually, he says, hi, sell stuff. Oh. I need drugs. <laughs> <laughs> sell stuff. I need drugs. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. What, what, what are you up to, Josh? Tell us what you're doing. Drawing and murals and boredom. Drawing and murals and boredom. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I miss you, pal. I like it when you tag me and send me funny stuff on the internet because I know you have a funny sense of humor so I like it I like it yeah we've been um, we've been we've been uh, one thing that has remained constant about Joshua Finley is his outgoing voice message he has had that same outgoing voice message pretty much the entire time I've known him Joshua Finley's hand television exactly like, like when Tay, Tay got some work done by Josh Finley for Hot Apostles, and I remember going, man, I really want to get some stuff done by that guy, and I called and left him a message, and all I heard was, Joshua Finley's hand television cannot answer the phone right now. <laughs> what, what I love about it is it's a question. It's, it's a phrase as a question. Joshua Finley's hand television? Like, <laughs> could it possibly be? What is this technology? If Good. if if you're fans of the podcast, you'll remember the episode with with Gordo's bandmates uh, Terry and Josh from Granny Tweed, and that was a um, man. That was a fun episode. Like giving Josh an opportunity to just cut loose and say what's on his mind is always a fucking riot. We love you lots, buddy. You're uh, one of our favorite 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 dudes. Favorite favorite dudes. He's Speaking of one of our favorite dudes. Uh, Miss you too. I'll keep sending funnies. Cool. Please keep sending funnies. Yeah, please keep sending funnies to all of us. It's great. Uh, Speaking of dudes that we love, this next package is going out to our man, Brian Duncan. Uh, Brian Duncan is a good egg. We know him through Tennyson's Tap and... um, and just coming to shows for a long time, he's uh, he's another musician and, and just a, a great, sweet guy who's supported us for many years. We love you lots, Brian. Thank you. I've got um, 
Brian actually got one of the embroidered patches and our 2015 Party the Planet Tour tee. <laughs> man, we've been trying to sell those since 2015. So thanks a lot, man. We appreciate you grabbing one of those. Hell yes, I hear you. Oh, I thought that was like a little squeaky fart for a second. <laughs> I left cheek sneak. Nope, that's just the that's just the weird cat sounds. This cat this cat doesn't meow as much as she uh, makes these weird like kind of almost chimp utterances. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of weird. It's bizarre. How many cats do you have, Gordo? You you strike me as a crazy cat lady. I yeah. kind of am. I, I mean, I just I, we just have two. No, uh, no big deal. They're they're sisters. For they're, some they reason, came... I pictured your house with like five to eight cats in it. Cats have been a fascination of mine since I was a kid, you know. But never never really had more than three at one time. You never want more than two. Is my feeling. Three yeah, is three, too many. Three is quite a few. You one know. is not enough. Because then they get lonely and they get crazy and antisocial. You need the second one to so they can have a cat relationship. Yeah, they hang out together and they, you know, they get pissed off at each other and fight and, and stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've got, got a cat. A... I've got a cat behind me right now. I see that. See that? That's the cover of our album, Ape Shit Mood Ring. Granny Tweet, you can grab one now. Gordophonicrecords.com. Thirty percent off of thirty dollars or more. With the code ISOCRAZY, GordophonicRecords.com. How's the Gordophonic Records sale been going, Gordo? It's going go well. You talk about that. Okay. He's going to pee. I'm going to tell you about what's going on here. And I'll tell you what. I went through, uh, today was inventory day. I had it on my schedule, and I did it. I went through it. And things are looking good because I have more space. That means that we've been selling stuff, which That's is great. great. Um, it also it also means that we can continue to do stuff just like your you know just like you guys. Um, it means we can continue to make videos. It means we can continue to you know put out stuff and uh, and, and exist as a band in a in a world in which that doesn't want bands to exist anymore. <laughs> in the yeah. traditional sense. I mean, what's uh, gonna? I wonder what's gonna happen, man. It's it's so up in the air right now. What's gonna happen? Yeah. with... We're we're gonna be the you know I think we'll be the last ones out there so um, you know we'll we'll see what what happens between now and then yeah I've been I've been reading articles about you know uh, some of the larger uh, venues and, and some of the larger uh, booking organizations and things like that and you know they're, they're they're scrambling just as much as anybody else is right now right you know they're trying to figure it out they're trying to figure out how they can do uh, a, a large you know festival or something like that and then there's you know like there's festivals going on streaming wise that are coming together that are cool like there's been a few of those and uh right i'm gonna be on one of those pretty soon that'll be fun uh i talked to ike from Flipside when i went by to get that pedal and and we were talking about putting something together his whole staff is like doing what we're doing and like learning obs and learning da vinci uh resolve and and trying to figure out ways to make it work. And they want to start doing stuff from, from the showroom. Uh, by the way, I know I mentioned this already, but Flipside Music is open for business. They are taking customers with um, with safety guidelines in place and masks in place. Uh, they've been doing curbside up to this point. And, uh, man, they're they're staying alive. They've been doing a... Ike said... I told him that we've mentioned him every week on the podcast and we just have no idea what he's doing. 
but they've been doing curbside and online ordering through this whole thing. So he's he's staying alive, man, and it's really great to hear. Well, he's Ike's a stay stay alive kind of dude. Oh yeah, and he he's, has. He's a survivor for sure. He is a survivor, and and he has the right business model in place. You yeah. know, like he runs a great business, super yeah. tight. He you really know, does. And, Those and, guys are great over there. I love well, them. Well, and what I told him is I was like, it seems like I keep looking for the need that needs to be filled. And there are a ton of streams out there. You know, there are a ton of ways that people are trying to adapt to the situation. And what I've noticed is the need is for high quality streams. You know, high right. quality content. And, you know, so we've been stepping up our game in that area. I am so grateful that we were already working on this stuff before any of this started. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like, so we're a little ahead of the curve, but Ike's doing the same thing, man. He's got his whole team. Like, he had three employees in the store, and all of them had knowledge of video and audio production like they all knew what they were doing they all knew what they were talking about and they are hot to work on something so we were talking about trying to do something with uh with Flipside. um even if it's just you know me going there and doing an acoustic thing or us trying to work out a live stream thing that we can we can somehow uh cross post through them uh you know they're they're in the process of trying to get it together you know everybody is very rapidly figuring out the um, the ways to stay alive in all this. Right. In all of what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gordo. Um, I don't know if you follow um, Making Sense, the Sam Harris podcast, but uh, he just released a new episode with Andrew Yang as his guest. And, oh, really? And, dude, it is so good um, because Andrew Yang talks about how before any of this went down... Um, he talks about all the different things that were on the table already as far as the conversation and innovation around robotics and and uh, and automation and basically uh, and video conferencing and all these things that we, and uh, universal basic income, you know, one of the things that he ran for with his, ran on with his presidential campaign and he was just naming off all these things that were kind of already on the table before covid and now covid has forced those things to kind of go into overdrive and and the need for them to be developed uh to come up he i, he, I want to say he named off 10 things uh that that were already in the process and have now just been kicked into overdrive i'd have to look it up but i really re recommend listening to the episode um I subscribe to like I I'm pa I'm on the other side of the paywall for Sam Harris so I get the episodes kind of early but uh, I he should be at least releasing like half the episode um, in a in a uh, public access capacity I'll send you a link to it when it comes out it's really cool so I, I had a question for you guys actually have has uh, has your label or anybody that you uh, deal with over there that have, have they been doing like any kind of festival activity, online festival activity, like have, because I, I know that like it's difficult. It's way like some bands. It's easy for them to do things because they're already some bands like live together or they tour together a lot, and so they're already hunkered down, and so it's kind of easy for them to be streaming from wherever they're at. But then there's bands like like what we do, where it's like we're kind of all a little bit fractured, 
and you know trying to maintain the social distancing thing and we don't really have a place where we can actually you know we're, we're not in a place where we can actually do it that easily any um, kind of deal like that on your end just just as far i guess um i guess i don't quite understand um yeah, are you are you asking if there's stuff coming out of Germany or out of just labels in general as far as like like streaming festival type of stuff or Yeah, exactly. It's like cuz I don't really keep an eye on that stuff. So I, I, I haven't really I haven't really heard anything from from Rodeo Star. Um the only thing that they that our label rep told me that Thorsten told me is he just said our business has been turned on its head. And sure. he said nothing's going to be going on for a while. Then again, Germany has really been on top of this, you know, from the get-go. Um, what's the name of the um, the the chancellor of Germany? What's her name? Merkel. Oh, Merkel. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, she it she has seemingly been very on top of this from the get-go, and so I think that they are just doing. You know what Germans do, which is they're, you know, following the most optimal course of action and the most efficient way to deal with this, and then they'll they're looking at it as conservatively as possible, and then when the uh, when they reach the other side, they'll go and do the proper paperwork and get everything worked out and in order, and and then they'll discuss it from that point. But um, the impression I got is they weren't really doing anything except for pulling back resources, you know, mm -hmm. and conserving and kind of hunkering down and laying low until all this, you know, gets going. So we've been kind of, we've just been trying to stay active on our own, just kind of standing out in space with everybody else. You know, that's, right. I sure. haven't heard, I've heard a few, I've seen a couple people try and put together festivals um, with links to different streams on them and things like that. With, yeah. You know, varying degrees of uh, production quality, but um, like uh, the Dale Watson stream that came out was awesome. Did you see that? Yeah, I looked, I looked that up after, uh, after you talked about it. I think it was the last episode or whatever. Like you, you told me about that, and it's yeah, it's pretty pretty bitching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one is Joel Turowski from Commerce City. Appreciate the hell out of you, man. Got you one of those Hall of Champions baseball tees and and uh, and one of the MF embroidered patches. We appreciate your support, man. Again, go to uh, mfruckus.bigcartel.com. Use promo code COVID at checkout and uh, help us turn some of this merch into resources to make more content. We've got videos to make and songs to mix and record and finish, and we've got plenty to keep us busy, but uh, we lack the funds to be able to do that, unfortunately. And uh, we've got all this merchandise sitting around, so we're, we're trying to get rid of it. So help us out and stop by the Gordophonic Records page. Gordo, give another plug for the Gordophonic Records sale. Check it out. Right now, 30% off any order of $30 or more at GordaPhonicRecords.com. What? Big fucking cat. This fucking cat behind me, this record, it's a fucking amazing record. You're never going to believe what's on this record. It's a life-changing record for anyone that owns it. 30% off any order of $30 or more with the code ISOCRAZY at GordaPhonicRecords.com. Hey, Gorda, we talked about this, man. You're supposed That's to... 
You're supposed to price match on the episode, you know. I fucked that up. Won't happen again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is just how we're doing things over here. I, I got to say, man, I, I need some fucking room to breathe down here, man. I This is a warehouse. Uh, th- this is this is a never-ending just rabbit hole warehouse that I am in right now. I, I would take you on a tour, but it's depressing. Ethan Klein has a question. Where the frick is Tony... And that's that's the question, right? Like that's yeah, what everybody wants to know. Where is that, Tony? That is a good question. Where is that's Tony? W- that's why we only have a uh, uh, couple people watching. Hey Logan, will you will you shoot a will you shoot a text over to Tony and uh, see if shoot a text. see if he's ready to? Uh, Aaron, Ethan has a math question for you. Okay, what's the math question? It's definitely not for me, even though I'm sure it's 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 what inspired it. What's thirty percent of thirty percent of thirty percent? Hold on a second. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't I don't know math. I, I don't know either. I don't really know. Well, I, first you have to know where you're starting from, right? You have to know what thirty percent of what? Yeah, thirty percent of what, man? That's the name of my next record. Is thirty percent of what? <laughs> Hey, another shout out here. This next package is going out to our very, very dear friend, Misty Honeycutt in Oklahoma City. Oh, I love her. All right, Misty. I love that girl. Um, Misty, uh, man, Misty has been doing some cool shit, man. So right after our good buddy and her husband, Chad Honeycutt, passed away, sadly and unexpectedly recently, uh, right before the pandemic started, you know, Misty, uh, so Misty lost her husband and then COVID happened and she just got isolated from everyone, which, uh, you know, is, is, is hard enough as it is, but especially when you're just dealing with grief, that's just like, that's a double whammy and it's a real kick in the nuts. And, uh, so she went on a cross-country motorcycle ride, and I think she's getting ready to go on another one, too. She's just like... Like, I put out a video today of Unknown Legend by Neil Young, and that song always reminds me that. of my wife. I yeah. dedicate it to her. Absolutely, You know, that is her song as far as I'm concerned. But, Misty, I want you to know that, like, when I was playing Unknown Legend, I was also thinking of you and just going like, oh, man, that's like, that's like Misty out on her... Out on her cross-country journey, man. Like, figuring shit out. We love you, girl. Hope you're doing well. Um, she picked up one of the uh, classic logo tees. Uh, one of the girly tees, classic logo tees, which is this guy here. One of those guys. Which we have had since the first time we came to Oklahoma City. Back in, like... It's an OG shirt. 2013. Yeah, it's a very old shirt. And then um and then one of the J Party Lord Keep Denver Shitty shirts, which uh which are awesome. We showed some of those earlier. Uh, I'm gonna print up the label for her right now. I own that shirt. It's one of my it's it's in my current rotation. It's in my current rotation of T shirts. I have quite a uh, ridiculous T shirt collection and uh, I just have to rotate them out, and that is one of the current favorites. It's a good one. Um, you know. We we used a a combination of uh, plastisol and um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, discharge ink. It was like half and half, and so you know, discharge ink kind of like fades into the fabric. So like because it's a mix of plastisol and 
and discharge it's like it doesn't fade like all the way in when you wash it it's pretty cool man i always have a hard time getting my discharge out of my stuff yeah it's just just especially just a, shirts man yeah it's rough socks forget it god i just can't can't get it figured out ah I know. ah so um <laughs> anyway anyway discharge uh, I did run into um, uh, Justin Lent from Chain Reaction Records, and he said that they are uh, back in business with social distancing guidelines in place and masks and limits to the number of people that can be in there. So if you're in the Denver area and you want to get some badass records, um, you can go get them over at... Uh, at Chain Reaction Records. Some of you came to our live show there. We had a fucking blast, man. It was awesome. That that was the last show that uh, I played. That was a lot of fun. Dude, how does it feel to like... Like, have you given a lot of thought to the last things that you did and the fact that, like, we were many people's last show? Yeah, well, actually, I never thought about it that way, but... I, I I've often thought of that show and that it was just a lot of fun. You know, it was fun hanging out with you guys and playing that place. Like, and I and I think fondly back on those memories. Dude, <laughs> like it's just, it, it was just a short time ago, but like, man, uh, yeah, I, I miss those. I miss those activities. Yeah, for Christ's sake, like you know, like just just hanging out. You know, being in proximity. Being next to somebody at the the bin next to you, looking through th- some records, you know, like well, when was the last time I did that? That was the last time I did that, um, you know. So oh, guys, I've got to go run into the other room and get um some vinyl shipping stuff because I've actually got to ship an LP to yeah. our buddy Nathan Wade, Nasty Nate in Newport News, Virginia. No way. <laughs> yeah, man. He picked up one of the LPs. Logan, um, I'm going to run and go grab that. Start telling people about Newport News and like our experience there. See if see oh. if you can dial up the memory banks and bring it in. I'll be right back. Story are, time. Those are some foggy memories, man. Like <laughs> we we got paid to go out and play in Newport News by this guy we had never met before and this was pre facebook so it was like all uh emails and phone calls and just like this dude we had never met before was like come play my house party and i will pay you guys to get out here and we were just like all right man so we we showed up and this dude had he had um area 51 the little like shooter game yeah yeah in his living room and he was just like this this you know dude with like a party house and we were just like this is gonna be awesome this is gonna be great so like he was just getting supplies and beer and everything like all day and then as the sun starts going down people start showing up to this house and we were just like oh man this is gonna be crazy (laughs) this is gonna be like just nuts you know we played in a living room like your living room we played in like a living room like that yeah and it was just bonkers crazy and people loved it and uh, that was super fun they had uh like one of the gas tank like whiskey feeders you know with the little uh pump 
and me and Tony were just like feeding each other whiskey out of that thing and the end of the set I like lost my footing and fell down onto my kept back. playing too kept oh, playing shit. it was just like it was a fucking crazy crazy party time but yeah thanks Nate yeah and then we ended up we ended up having having a few times that we went out there and it was like mm-hmm. there's just so little that goes on in Newport News you know what I mean so like like a house party at fucking Nasty Nate's house was, you know, that was the big deal in town. We had a, dude, and they, these weren't like punk rockers or metalheads. These were like, like regular Joe Virginians, like just regular, regular people, just regular suburban folks came, coming out to go to a house party at Nate's. And they, dude, they had such a good time. And then uh-huh. Nate's, Nate's been a friend ever since. I w- would really love to get back out there. We love you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey Gordo, I've got a quick question for you as a record guy. Um, yes. What mail well, service? What <laughs> what mail service do I need to use for shipping vinyl? Is it Media Mail? Uh, I I always use Media Mail pretty much exclusively. Really? Even for sending shirts and stuff like that? Uh, no, no, just for just for media. You know, just for CDs, okay. records, stuff like that. Okay. Sometimes I get away with like sending stickers and you know other stuff in there with it. They they always remind you at the post office. It's hilarious. They always remind me at least. Like okay, you know if there's anything else in there, we could just reject this, you know, and, and it's going to go through the you know it's going to go through the vetting process or whatever for media mail. And if you have anything, if you have any correspondence in there, it's not going to go through. It, it, it always goes through. What um. What size is this package, like the media mailer or the <laughs> vinyl mailer? Is it thirteen by thirteen? Uh, no, it's not. It's 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 probably like twelve and a half by twelve and a half, maybe twelve and a quarter by twelve and a quarter. It's, are you it's being a smartass or are you being serious? No, I'm being completely serious. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I, th- right. <laughs> I know why you would ask, uh, but no, uh, that's what I think because it's yeah, it's usually a pretty tight fit. So, um, and then and then what's what is that? An inch? Yeah, one inch. My man, Nasty Nate. Dude, and then, like, the next time that we went out there, like, Logan just found this guy on MySpace, right? I don't remember if it was MySpace or just, like, I sent him an email. It was a long time ago. So. I think you just found... You know what? I think you found I him on MySpace was, because I was, I was booking shows and I was just like, hey, just start searching for people in these towns and see who you can find. And you found this guy, Nate, on MySpace, and we just went out there on a whim to see what happened. And then um, he ended mm-hmm. up he ended up saying, like, oh, uh, next time you guys come through, you'll have to play this place, Pitchers. Uh-huh. Um, my dude, John Ledge, will set you guys up. And then it was like a sports bar. And, like, the next time we went through, we did an all-night set. They ended up paying us, like, 1200 bucks to like play an all night set and like all we could drink and just had an amazing fucking time and then the next day the, the uh we were done like we played like everything we had and the owner of the place came up to us and he was like keep playing and i was like man we can't that's all we got we don't have any more songs and he just handed me a 100 dollar bill i was like <laughs> keep playing play another song and i was like Okay. <laughs> I think we like threw together like a misfit song or something like something that. Something like Some that. Yeah. Punk rock bullshit, you know. And I was like, all right, bang dang dang dang. Keep that keep them bills coming, man. Dude, and you that know? was I think that was 
That was before. <coughs> was that before that? So Tony was in the band. So that was when we were a six piece, and we ended up like I think what we did is we did a lot of like just like jammy stuff. Like we probably did Crossroads or something like that, and yeah. Call Me the Breeze with a bunch of solos back and forth and stretching everything out. You know, trying to make yeah. it work. It was a ton of fun, man. I I really miss going out there. You know who lives there now is uh, Marcus Diefenthaler, um, oh, the yeah. the president of uh, Turbo Yugen Chicago, who got was our was our uh, foothold in Germany. The guy who got us out to Germany for the first time. He lives in Newport News now, and we were actually he really wants to raise money to release. Um, the live show that we recorded at uh, Livewire in Chicago, he wants us to release that as a live album for charity. Um, and the charity was going to be a, a suicide awareness uh, pr- and prevention charity. And we were going to do a mock-up of Kiss Alive because, you know, it's like it's it's a suicide charity, so it's about staying alive and stuff like that. So I, th- I think it was going to be called like mf ruckus alive or something like that and then we were going to donate donate the proceeds to charity so i need That's to get back with them about that awesome yeah shout yeah, out yeah. shout out to marcus man uh i got a I package know, know, go ahead i know tony would be all about that like having the kiss mock-up and everything by the way tony says he's running super late and he doesn't know if he's gonna make it so okay cool all right well that's fine we'll we'll be i um this next one, speaking of Tony, this one goes out to the one and only Frida Wilburn. Where do we even begin I with Frida Wilburn? Like, I wonder how much we are at liberty to discuss. Um, Frida Wilburn is Tony's aunt. Uh, and even pronouncing aunt that way is churching it up quite a bit. Um. <laughs> so, hold on. Uh, hold on. Let me get let me get her stuff real quick. So, she's got, uh, churching it up on yeah. the MF pod. You heard it here first. Oh man, churching uh, it up with MF Ruckus. Oh, okay, that should be the new name of the podcast. Churching it up. So Frida got one of these old um, dirty half dozen uh, girly tees from uh like 2013 we've had those sitting around and then also uh the dirty half dozen live album and dvd uh which is available on our big cartel at mfruckus.bigcartel.com tony tony tony's mom is cuban so tony has like his cuban side of the family and then tony's dad his family is from tennessee so Tony has this side of his family that is like like southern uh actually he's related to the Wilburn brothers which is this semi-famous country music duo from uh the 60s I believe and Frida is from the Tennessee side of the family and the very first time we went out to Chicago we played a show with Tony's old band The Road Crew and then we ended up going out and partying with the Wilburn side of the family at the bar that they owned at the time. Frida, Frida had a bar at the time. And our very first night in Chicago with Tony's family, we stayed up all night 
at uh, at Frida's bar until the sun came up in the morning, and Nini actually. Uh, Shout out to Nini, Tony's sister, Three Kings. What's up, Nini? Yeah, I love, love you, girl. Uh, I miss I miss Nini. I miss, yeah, I miss Nini. I miss too. so many people. Nini, um, so Nini, who was what was she? Nineteen at the time, maybe, maybe sixteen, seventeen at the time. She was young as shit. She ended up coming and picking us all up in the morning it, after we had been up all fucking night for some reason. Um. And I remember it completely destroyed my singing voice for like the next three shows just because we stayed up all night partying with these guys. And we had a basement jam over at Tony's parents' house where they used to have the the jams down in the basement. And I'm like talking like Tom Waits and my voice is all fucked up and I can't sing for shit. And I like start telling the story of why my voice is fucked up and Frida just looks me like right in the eyes and starts shaking her head back and forth. <laughs> it's like she's like, You better not. You better not tell people what we got up to last night. Anyway, love you, do Frida. Not go there. No, do not <laughs> go there. How many years later the cat is out of the bag, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and uh she um I'm not gonna name names, but Someone in our camp had a brief little tryst with Frida, the motorcycle mama from Tennessee by way of Chicago. We won't name names, but do you remember that? These these are hazy days, but no. <laughs> no. You're gonna have to give me some details about that later. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you off the episode. Oh, it's geez. it's a really funny story, and when I tell it to you, you're you're gonna laugh really hard. I will be so kind as to not uh, divulge that recollection here live on the podcast, but um, but it's a you, very 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 funny story for the inner circle. Off, off air moment. Yeah, I know that is an off air moment for sure. I know we don't have hundreds and hundreds of listeners and viewers and all this, but you are king of just like cracking open <laughs> these like cans of worms that just like the rest of us are like, dude, you shouldn't be. I don't know. You should be talking about this right now. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I, I mean, things happen. You know what I Let mean? Let it all hang out, man. And, and people Wait. tell. People tell plenty of stories about things that I've gotten up to in my day, much to my chagrin, and I have to just kind of grin and bear it, you know? It's, uh, I'm definitely going to tell my son, I'm going to be like, listen, be careful what you do, because the most embarrassing stories from your life are going to be the ones that your friends enjoy telling the most. You know, like, like anytime, like, I had, um, I can't remember... I had a I had a, an old friend of ours recently reconnect with me. Um, our friend uh, Holly's friend Stacy. You remember Stacy that used to hang out? Tall, skinny Stacy that used to oh. hang out. Yeah. She contacted me recently on Facebook and added me as a friend. And she's a mom now, and I'm a dad now. So she goes, she goes, oh my god, you're dad. That's great. And I'm like, oh my god, you're a mom. That's great. And immediately, the first thing she did is, I still peep, tell people the story about when you got naked and thought you were Jesus and stuck your dick and everything in the refrigerator. <laughs> like, that was her go-to. And I'm just like, 
Good to hear from you, Stacy. It's great. I used to hang out with a guy. Yeah. It's like, like how many people have you told that, that story up? to? How does that come up? <laughs> Dude, and at that time, like, I was like 18 when that happened and didn't really know how booze worked. In fact, I was probably like 16 or 17 at the time. And like it is, it is not a proud time in my history. But that is like how she remembers me, and like now I'm somebody's father, and I'm sure it's it's a little jarring. Anyway, so Frida, we love you. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support all these years. You're a, uh, a badass motorcycle mama, and uh, your nephew is one of our favorite people around. So love you lots, Frida. Thank you so much for your support. We've got Beth Boyens watching. Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth Boyens. How's it going, girl? We've got Drew Massman watching. Drew Massman. What's going on, my man? We've got my man Alex watching. How you doing, buddy? Alex. Alex, uh, Josh Gonda's husband. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And right uh, that's it. <laughs> cool. Welcome <laughs> we to the pro. We've well, got dude. 12 people out there in internet land watching us talk about... Uh, Aaron sticking his dick and everything in the fridge. <laughs> One thing that I've learned from years of performing in front of 12 people is you never call attention to the fact that there's only 12 of them. You act like you, That's you, a you, good point. You got to do the Mike Damone and go, Isn't this great? It's so great to see all of you here, man. This is amazing, isn't it? What a great crowd. Well, it is amazing. I'm just, you know, I'm a realist. I'm telling you how many people are watching it. It is pretty but funny. The, those those kind of how the sausage is made moments you were talking earlier about like having to stretch out sets and stuff like oh yeah when granny tweed was first starting out like we literally had like 20 minutes of material like we had 20 minutes and we would take these shows and like josh would get us these shows he's like oh yeah you know it's like a two hour to three hour slot you know we'll just stretch some things out we literally had like 30 minutes of material and like how are we going to do this? And like, I remember us just shitting our pants in the van outside this venue. Literally and, uh, shitting your pants? Well, you know, figuratively. And then later, probably literally. Hey, what's up, Tony? Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony! Tony Lee's yeah. here. Hey, um, let me grab Ethan and have him connect the NDI. Sort of. Yeah, get yourself an NDI. How you doing, Tony? So, so cool. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to print this label and, um, and uh, Ethan's going to get us all dialed in. Tony, good to see you, man. Uh, but just just to finish up that story real quick though that so like we had like 30 minutes of material we had a three hour like show to do and we didn't know what we were going to do and so like we literally listened to like all of our previous band cds and the songs that we knew that we we learned each other's songs like just sitting there in the van with like our guitars and shit and we and we figured out like okay we could actually stretch it out to like maybe an hour you know and like and maybe we could go longer than that. That we could we could play this song fast and then play it slow. And then like pick this one up. You think? Oh, yeah. And it I, I and it actually ended up working out pretty well. But I remember at one point like we were super drunk and we were just playing. We were just playing this fucking E chord for fucking ever. Like it's just like keep jamming an E, keep jamming an E, and like you know just like we're kind of looking at each other and keep it going, keep it going. I'm like, and like, I literally have no bag of tricks left here. I, I can't, I can't do anything <laughs> vocally or with my guitar. That's interesting anymore. Like what, what are we going to do? You know, and oh. it's just like those, those moments, you know, yeah, that's those, those can be real, 
Weird. You know. Oh, I hear you, man. Like we, <laughs> the real I defining mean, moments. We, we we've we, had ones like that too. <laughs> you know, and and we played Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. One. Oh time. yeah. We're supposed Sorry, to play for like four hours. I'm pretty sure we had maybe two hours worth of stuff. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we took a break in the middle, and it was just like we just started over again, and and you know we were just like, well, we'll just fuck around this time, and. uh you know, play it a little different or something like that. You know, and we yeah, we we've been there many times. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can fake your way through quite a bit. We actually had a period of time where where we were really trying to do the um, the longer sets just so we had like little money makers where we could run out and do that. You know what I mean? Because those all night sets just pay more. So Absolutely we would. They do. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were fortunate to have Tay and Tony where they could just jam forever on shit. You know what I mean? Speaking of Tony, what's going on, my man? Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, guys. How you Please doing, welcome man? the one and only, the Windy City Madman himself, Mr. Tony Lee, to the program. Hey. Woo! Ow! Oh, my God. It's so uneventful. You, you just All missed right. some uh, choice <laughs> Chicago talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I just I just packed an envelope for your aunt Frida. Oh really? Yeah. So um, cool. we were telling the story about the Very first cool. time we met you, and then met Frida, and then went and partied at their their bar all night. The first time we were ever in Chicago. Yeah. And how Nini actually ended yeah. up picking us up from the bar at like sunrise. I wasn't. I didn't go to that party. No, you didn't, because you you're a respectable, decent young man, and <laughs> at that point, dude, like our first impression of your circle was going to Frida's bar and partying all night long, and we're like, these <laughs> fucking people are crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it was a really funny situation. Really funny situation. So how's I, it going over there, Tony? What what are you up to right now? Just got home, uh, fired up the grill, threw some baked potatoes on there, so I have about a twenty minute window, and then I have to go back out there and uh, put steaks on. You're making steaks? That's it. Steaks yeah. and taters, nice. All mm. right, I'm jelly. Sounds yeah, real man. tasty. <laughs> this next package <laughs> is going to uh, just as Jay Rice here in Denver. Jerry Rice? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. The Jerry Rice is a <laughs> hey, nice background there, buddy. Oh, hey, look who it is! It's Tony. Hey, look who it is! It's me. You are wearing the exact same clothes. Hanging out with my buddies. That's good stuff. <laughs> Got to draw a beard on today. Yeah. I'm just like a sharpie deformity away from being you in that picture. <laughs> I think that's why we took that photo because we were both wearing like basically the exact same clothes that day. We both we both had Randy's hat on and we had white shirts yeah. and jeans. It's like, and hey, just made that hat, yeah. It reminds me of that movie Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Oh Christ, yeah. Wait, but who? which one of you is Danny DeVito and which one of you is Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'm the leftover shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. 
There you go. That's, that's what that's what my favorite yeah. line from that movie did. If he's you saying I'm the leftover <laughs> shit? I'm the leftover shit. <laughs> so yeah, I'm the leftover shit. I love it. All right. <laughs> what is? What's what's life like there in the Windy City there? That's fine. Locked down, you know. Um, I'm still kind of going around from building to building, but uh, a lot of people are mostly just staying in place, you know. I'm sure sure a lot like any other city of size, you know. Yeah. I don't know. How's it over there? Are you guys just out riding horses and shooting guns in the air or what? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let me show you what it's like over here. Let me let me introduce you to some of my friends. Yeah. Uh, here, let me see here. Let me let me help you out here. Let me. I'll, I'll give you an idea of what's going on here. Uh, yeah, these are these are all my pals. <laughs> this place I like to go in Castle Rock. It's like, uh, it's like nothing ever happened. You know. I don't know, you know, I don't know like, if my internet's bad, or is that a, is that a tape painting, or is my internet just? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not a tape painting. Um, okay, but I can see I why you would think that. Yeah, it looked like he just picked and chose the people he wanted to paint. I like tape paintings, and well, no, wait, I can see that it's not now starting to come into focus a little bit. Yeah, I painted. I painted all tape painting. That you was. Did? A, oh, that's a great job. That was a uh, restaurant in Castle Rock yesterday. Huh. They, they opened up a restaurant, uh, despite uh, being told that they couldn't. And they opened up, and all these glorious, glorious Jesus. people just showed up. How how good is the green chili? Jesus. <laughs> Probably not great. The comment section on this story was just, it was just pure gold. It was just you gotta, pure gold. You got to send it over to me. Hey, uh, congratulations on the video. I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, yeah! You're yeah, one of the stars cool. of the video and the new video, yeah. One of the one of the stars. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and Laura got to film that. One of the she stars. Was leaving, and uh, as soon as she left, I, <laughs> I decided it was uh, easier to keep filming myself than to figure out how to send it. <laughs> so I just kept <laughs> filming for a while until I got in the mood to like sit down and figure out how to send all these videos. I know. I was like, I was like sitting there on the on the couch, like reading a book, and like all of a sudden, just like ding, 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 ding. ding. I got like twelve emails from Tony Lay. Like, holy shit! You really went deep in the paint with this shit. <laughs> well, they're all. If you notice, I mean, all of them. I even edited them down to like two or three seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite one was yeah. the one where you popped your head out. The the gorilla. I think that was that was pretty good. That's like the, that that's the Sasquatch figurine. Yeah, I got that from you. The perspective of the toilet paper roll. I got that from you. <laughs> I put the Sasquatch. If I put the Sasquatch right up to the camera, it'll make me look huge. Yes. Uh, yes. Gordo, I'm so mad that like the video I shot for you didn't work. Like because Ransom I know, and I, I'm, I'm bummed too. I'm so bummed about that. Ransom and I set up all his in. Ransom and I, like he helped me. I set up all of Ransom's instruments, and. Like, he's got all these keyboards and little drum kits and stuff like that, and he and I sat down and were just, like, playing along with it and drumming all. I did two full takes and everything, and it was so fun. And then I sent it via mail drop and then deleted the original files thinking that you got them. I was, like, so mad that I didn't get to be in that video, man. Yeah, and I I, I was, like, I, I was sure that I had them. 
because I saw I saw the email come across and I was like, oh yeah, there, there's a link there. It all looks good, and then it just there's just nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's technology for you. Yeah, we all we all love technology. Uh-huh. You know, it's fantastic. I've been that's like my uh, struggling with OBS. Like you know, trying to get you mean to do IBS, what I want to do. irritable bowel syndrome, and <laughs> constipation. That's a good one. No, the International Beauty Show. Oh, Welcome Jesus. to the internet. Oh yeah, the International Beauty Show. That shit is fucking hilarious. Tony actually had a side gig, uh, or got to participate in a side gig where he uh, did. Like, what did you do for the International Beauty Show, Tony? I was I was just there for pe- like uh for people to put feathers in my hair. <laughs> put feathers in your hair? Yeah, but you got a free trip to yeah. Vegas out of it, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So and, so did you have to like walk and walk the runway with feathers in your hair? <laughs> no, I, I basically just like sat in a chair. Like they could have used a dummy, and that would have been fine too. A dummy with a wig. So they just, just like, needed to sit in there while they. They just needed a guy with hair. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm gonna look into this shit. A guy with <laughs> yeah, right. Wow, it was dope. Yeah, it was pretty dope, man. But yeah, the abbreviation but is I had, IBS. I from us. Huh. That, that was that, that was when we, me and you were uh, the fourth year went on tour, and then I think I missed the last show because I had to go with Von Eric's on a show on tour. Or no, I missed a, I missed a show on the Von Eric's tour. They picked me up, and then I had to fly from San Francisco to that Vegas thing. That was a really wild couple of months. That was, that was two, two tours and uh, in a weird hair fashion thing. I don't know. It was weird. You're jet setting. Yeah, man. Jet setting. Crazy times. Well, well, Tony, bring us up to speed, man. How's everything going? How's work? How's uh, how's your family? How's music? How's your wife? Like, how's how's everything going? Well, you know. Things like things are good, man. I uh, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a quarantine on, and uh, so mm. kind of last time since I talked to you, you know, pretty much the same. Yeah, a whole hell of a lot of the same, you know. Yeah. Corey Strange is watching. What's up, Corey? Oh, you know, you know, we're uh, Sarah's about to put on another video. Oh yeah, what's Sarah going on with that? A, 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 um. We keep looking at it going, nah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and again, <laughs> poor John. <laughs> I sent you guys footage for that one. So does that mean I can still send in footage? Because I, I, I blew it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then I just like would do shit around the house. And then like, Ew, you, you know, do shit around the house? You've got to do shit around the house, man. But uh, Do that yeah. shit. And then, like, by the end of the night, we, me and Beck would be, like, settling in, and I'd just be like, ah, you know what we forgot to do today? And it just happened, like, two or three times, and I was just like, fuck! So, there will be none of this in that Blind Staggers video. I sent over but some I'm footage. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see it. On me for a second. I, try, I tried to make it look like I was, you know, into club. Clubbing, man. You know? Gordo, your footage is some of my favorite out of everybody who sent stuff to us. I'm a little biased, I guess, but it was pretty I, perfect. It was I made exactly myself what I was looking for. Made myself a uh, a green cocktail. You know, and to coloring. that point, Gordo, I'm really impressed with 
your uh, production output, man. The production output. Like you've been putting a ton of shit out, man. You've been oh, yeah. I've been I've been putting stuff out. Been doing that. That's for sure. I'm about to do a remix for Randy, off of a song from his last album, and uh, that'll be fun. And uh, I, you know, like I lately I've been just going back through demos. I'm gonna release some demos. Why not? You know, right? Do some old. Do some demos, and um, the, the second Gordon Leadfoot album is about ready to pop off. You know, oh no shit! Got Rand- Randy working on some vocals, finishing that up. Tony's on that album. Doing what? He, record- he, he recorded some guitar like forever ago. Oh, cool! On that album, yeah, man. So uh, it's yeah, right that's after, it's, it's right after it's right after the scream. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or yeah, it's it's really more of a yell. I I, I don't know what it is. It's yeah, it's kind know, of a yowl. Right, it a yowl. It's a yowl. It's a yowl. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's an emotion from madness. <laughs> it is. It is. I can't really do an effective scream, so I just kind of do a yelp or a yowl every now and then, you know. Yeah. You know. It sounds like a guy going crazy. Not a guy who's scared. Not a guy who's trying to get the attention of anybody. But a guy who's just going crazy. Yeah, a guy like a guy who's stepped on a pitchfork, probably. <laughs> <laughs> stepped on a garden rake barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. That's fucking great. Oh God. Uh, you guys, you guys have been keeping pretty. Vi- uh, I mean, Damien's been keeping pretty busy with trying to keep up on uh, on producing as well, right? Like, he's just full steam ahead trying to make videos for all the songs on the new Staggers album. Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like there's been ideas floating around, but this was the one that we, we come up with this idea. It was, it was by coincidence. Like, if you look at Gordo's video, ours is kind of supposed to be in the same realm-ish, you know, same kind of idea. Um, we both came up with those ideas completely separately, and when asked to do a video, and at, reaching out to our homies to film something, by coincidence, Gordo was like, hey, well, you should do the same for mine. Yeah. <laughs> we too are doing one. Yeah. Which is cool, you know? I was like, yeah, well, I mean, how else are you going to make a video right now with, with people? Right. Well, I, the, the uh, other the other thing is, um, I was listening, Elon Musk was just recently on... Uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was kind of talking about some of his takes on the whole situation. And Elon Musk, did you hear that one? Uh-huh. He was he was thinking that like once yeah. once things get rolling and things start opening up again, it's going to get uh, it's going to progress rapidly over time like things are going to start opening up more and more quickly over time like right now it's really slow but once it gets going then people start getting to this new way of doing things things are going to start opening up more quickly and and uh and i don't know i mean i think uh i think the people who are at most most at risk are probably going to be staying hunkered down and quarantining themselves but it, it the, the rest of the world is probably going to start getting back to business pretty rapidly i don't that that's that's kind of what part of what he, Elon, like he didn't care 
He said he, he didn't give a shit to me. He, <laughs> he was like, I don't, I don't know. Or maybe that he doesn't have a lot of people close to him that he's worried about dying off or something. He sounded like he was like, yeah, I realize there's a pandemic, but uh, I'm kind of focused on this thing called space. And right, right. That seemed to be kind of his vibe for the whole thing. It was like, well, he's also focused on his kid, Aeon Flux, or whatever the fuck his name Dude, is. Dude, his kid's got a out. weird fucking name. I can't... <laughs> Aeon Flux. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how do you say that? I don't know. Like, I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. Like, I, he said how it's pronounced. It's like... It's, it's, it's X... X-Ash X Ash or something like that? X-Ash A12, which is a plate. Yeah. X Ash A twelve. Well, I mean, it must be awesome to name your kid after a tool album, but I honestly don't understand <laughs> it. Like I, I just don't I don't get it. Why why would you do that? Grimes? What's yeah. I mean, she went along with it. I don't know. I guess she must dig it. Cause he's a fucking weirdo, man. Cause he's fucking Elon Musk. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Yeah. Look at these people. These guys are a match made in heaven, these two. Oh, you can't see that, never mind. Everything just goes fucking completely nuclear when I try and do that shit with a green screen. Oh, dude, I tried. I tried I need to, to figure um, out this sharing technology. This, this, you know, this like sh the uh, picture and screen sharing stuff. Like, I need to figure that out. That's the next step. Um, I've been I've been learning it in OBS. Like, uh, it's. Like it's pretty easy to do once you figure it out, but um, the the main issue that we ran into is it just eats up a shitload of um, of bandwidth, so it slows your stream way down when you try and do it, like uh, or like try and add another monitor or something like that. We need to, um, I think, we need to step up our our internet signal over here at at Burn TV Studios in order to make that work, but. Like I mentioned in a previous episode, they throttled down our uh, our internet over here um, just because nobody's been in the office because everybody's working from home. Oh, right, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing though is like Nug Nation and Burn TV are still staying alive. Like we've still got work coming in. We've been doing the stuff with Red Man and and Empire and all that. So I mean, you know, every time I talk to Mikey, he seems pretty confident that. The the action is still continuing, like that we're still staying afloat. Is there uh, anybody else in the chat right now? Anybody put anything up in a while? Any questions? Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't think so. I was about know, to die. I don't know how to tell who's actually on it. Like it tells you when somebody starts watching, but I don't know. Right. It's if you're out us. there. Say something. It's just us talking. Hold on one second. <laughs> We're just hanging out, man. Yeah, it's just four guys hanging out. Do you want to know who's watching? Three people besides you. Yeah. Name Gordo. One name Tony. Name Aaron. And went to settings. Just make sure that says. Yeah, you're, you should be connected. It says connected and open. What the hey. hell? Make sure you're connected. Have y'all disconnected. Ethan is now watching. The right hand's on the um, wall. To be honest, <laughs> the, the stream is sounding really crunchy, so I'm wondering if we have, like, internet issues. Oh, we're, it's crunchy? Yeah, it's crunchy. Welcome oh. to the Crunchcast, man. 
Today we're going to be talking about the crunchiest jams of 2019. I went and saw Billy Strings, man. He did this cover of a Black Sabbath song, and then it went right into a cover of a Dead song. It was so crunchy. And then I saw Keller Williams, and he was crunchy, and String Cheese was, you know, you would think you wouldn't like crunchy String Cheese, but yeah. String Cheese Crunchy, and pretty good stuff. Like dry ramen noodles. <laughs> It's a, yeah. the, the pot. The podcast sounds like dry ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> it's crunchy. Turn down it's the game crunchy. channel. It's not that bad, but yeah. Just so you know, I think we're having. Just so you know, your episode, your live stream sounds like solid crunchy. state or tube technology. <laughs> <laughs> I like that crunchy tone, man. I like that crunchy tone you got, man. That's some crunchy tone you got there, man. Sounds like fun, you know. Tony. I bought a piece of guitar equipment. What, which kind of? Oh, here we go. All I got right. a. Uh, he could have had, had a V8. <laughs> I got a. I got uh, a Boss VE8 um, <laughs> um, acoustic performance pedal, so that I can. Uh, but it's got a looper on it. It's got. Um, it's got a uh, vocal effects and a harmonizer, and then it's got a uh, guitar effects and. Now I don't use this feature, but it is there. There's actually like a um, a pitch correction um, function on it that I don't use. I promise. In fact, the uh, the uh, some of the YouTubes I watched on it, I saw this uh, video by this this German dude who was talking about it, and he was like going on about. Um, how that's the only feature that he doesn't use on the thing and started going off about auto-tuning and playback and all the stuff that they told us about when we went to Germany, how they're like all anti-playback. I don't know if, if you guys know this, but this is like this is like a thing in Europe where there's like bands that are using playback and mu- live music purists are really against it. Like there's whole pages that are like anti playing to playback or playing to auto-tune. Yeah, I, thought, I thought that happened everywhere. I thought that, like, a lot yeah. of bands do that. Well, but there is and there is a... Gener- and it's generally frowned upon. Well, it's generally oh, frowned yeah. upon, but I think it's I'm very, frowning. like, vocally frowned upon <laughs> in I'm Germany, frowning. specifically. I don't know. I, I Like, I don't... Uh, yeah, that's not the way I play music, at least. I don't know. I, I, I've never tried, actually, to play uh, to a backing track or or with additional tracks playing, I, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't know how it's done. Have you ever Actually, used pic- I do know pitch correction done. on they, anything? They use computers and stuff. I, I did play a drum set at a gig once that I had to use somebody else's drum set, and it was all plugged into a fucking computer. I didn't know what was going on, and they were using triggers, and I was like, "What?" Like, Here, you know, and I, I. That's where I learned what triggers were, and this guy played. When I watched him play, Good. like he played to this click track, and like they had all these extra instruments going on. The bass player was like playing along, chugling along there, and all of a sudden he's like clapping his hands, and his fucking bass is still playing. And I'm like, what is what is going on there? What is going on? Yeah, back in tracks, man. You know, I have I have entertained the idea of playing to click live. Like, or if you've got, if you use samples or you use, you know, sequencers or any type of elect electronic stuff. I gotta, I gotta go. Sure. I gotta go, guys. You gotta go? Well, I appreciate you dropping yeah. in for a minute, Tony. Dude, we appreciate enjoy you. Enjoy your steaks. Yeah. yeah. For God's sakes, take care of yourself. 
And hey, enjoy your mistakes. You know, they're important. They help you grow as a person. <laughs> yeah, this app is just not <laughs> Stakes is high. Yeah, your stakes are high. Steak jokes. Steak. Um, I love how he just like, put his hand over the screen at the end. He's <laughs> like, no more, no more, no yeah. more of this. I like how that's how much Tony we get. He's just like, oh, I'll entertain you guys for a minute. Uh, yeah. Never mind. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. My threshold is exactly this long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, boys. And you'll like ask him a question. You'll be like, hey, man, so how's it going? What's been going on? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's something going on if you didn't know. <laughs> Maybe we should give a shout out to uh, our sponsors real quick. Let's do oh, that. Man. Do Let's it. do that. Let's do that. First of all, first and foremost, and sorry, Logan, the sponsors are over your face like right now. Oh, no. All right, first and foremost, Matula Plumbing. Matula! Shit rolls downhill. Don't be at the bottom. Your number two is our number one priority. Your shit is our bread and butter. Angie's List Super Service Award winner back in 2011. One one is the only one that matters. After that, it got all political. The master of poopers himself. He'll wear the booties for ya. If you're in the uh, Des Plaines, Illinois area and you need your shit piped out, hit up Jerry Matula. Flipside Music. Off South Tacoma Street, largest selections of effects pedals, and uh, they just got the Boss VE8 in stock, which is fucking dope. Thanks to Ike for hooking me up with that. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, man, they are open right now, and they, uh, they've they been doing curbside and online ordering up to this point, but they're starting to let people into the store. And uh, so if you want to go do some shopping, get your ass to Flipside. Burn TV Studios. This podcast and a bunch of other great content comes out of Burn TV Studios. Burn TV is the home of the Nug Nation. You can see all the Nugs in their wacky adventures at thenugnation.com. Check out the new series, The The Doc, that we've been doing with uh, Red Man, the rapper. Not like a red man. A man made entirely of red. The rapper. Uh, Red Man, the rapper. Uh, man, that's been a really cool piece of content. Thank you to Burn TV Studios for letting us hang out here and do our little show. Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios, hourly, fully equipped rehearsal spaces for bands and soloists and and teachers and anyone else who needs to get in and make some noise in a padded room. Um, they're going to be opening up soon. Up and running, yeah. Are they up yeah. and running? I think they're getting up and running. So, I saw some pictures of. Uh uh, microphones with with coverings. That's really such. great, man. So that's really yeah. great. I'm very happy to hear that. I hope people are getting together and jamming soon, man. Safely. Uh, Rocket space. Uh, you ain't got to carry shit. Evergroove Studio. I got Ethan Klein, our tech guru from Evergroove here. Yeah, um, Ethan. We're in the process of uh, finishing up the old new record and then um, doing the rest of the tracking for the new new record. Uh, up there at Evergroove, um, which is going to be super badass, man. 70% solar-powered. Go to evergroove.com. Hit them up about your next project. Mutiny Information Cafe. 
Uh, this is a mutiny transmission. Mutiny is everything. I hope that they get to open up here soon. They've been serving coffee outside, uh, out of a window on the side, uh, out of a it. hole in the wall. They're um, doing it. They're doing like, uh, like limited, like I think what, like ten, 10 people, people at a time. time or whatever. That's fucking awesome. Like- so hopefully they'll be doing live events soon. But they've got, um, I know they've been doing uh, a little bit of um, spiffing the place up, doing some remodeling. Very excited to see that. Um, books, comics. Cereal, coffee, records. Torini syrups. Yeah, no one has a larger selection of Torini syrups. No one! Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Mutiny, tell them the boys sent you. It has been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. And of course, all the people who back us at patreon.com slash mfruckus, you guys make the goddamn world go round. I cannot tell you how much it means. I want to give a shout out to my man Gary Hill out in Spain, who's one of our patrons who just doubled his um just doubled his pledge amount just because he backs what we do and believes in what we do and uh he's living the good life out in Spain and all that sunshine and cheese and meat is making him extra generous. We appreciate the shit out of you, Gary. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of you who back us on Patreon. Um, that is really keeping us alive during all of this and uh, is, uh, is really helping us to um, keep, them, keep the boat afloat. So thank you so much. If you want to learn more, go to patreon.com slash mfruckus. Um, I'm still shipping stuff. Trying to ship stuff. We just had a problem with uh, chi- uh, printing the shipping labels. Uh, so, you two, talk amongst yourselves real quick while I try and get this fixed. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think oh, Joey Klon says the stakes are high, and so am I. This it's a free-for-all. This is the part of the podcast where I eat a cracker. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. I'm pretty jealous. I'm getting hungry, actually. Yeah. Crackers and turkey and cheese sound real good right now. Crackers and turkey and cheese. Mm. That's actually going to be the first song on my solo album. Crackers and turkey and cheese. Crackers, turkey, cheese. Crackers, turkey, cheese. Um. So, Gordo. It's on you, sale for five ninety five. Have you been writing a lot? Like, have you been getting a lot of shit written? Because I haven't written anything, to be honest. Uh, I, you know, what's funny is that, like, uh, I have put myself on a schedule for the first time. I, I spoke to my buddy, Randy Olinger, and he he works on this schedule, and I and I always, and I just had to ask him, how does that work? And and so I model, I try to model my. Uh, Tell me a little my, bit about my that, time because I need well, to I need to develop my schedule. He's got this really good like. I mean, obviously, he's got this like super solid work ethic always, but like he he has this structure to his day, where it's like you know th- th- on this day this is what I'm going to do for this two hour block or this two hour block or this two hour block. So it's like right. he's very he's got he's got a it's it's a habit now. No, you that's know? It's super like important, he, right? He's he's gotten to the habit of like I spend two hours writing, you know, in the morning or whatever, and then I spend two hours rehearsing material that i'm you know that i'm trying to work up for for live stuff or whatever and then i spend a couple hours on this on you know whatever else you know business related stuff or you know um but but i it kind of got me thinking like yeah i don't have one of those that's super (laughs) important i don't have a schedule like that at all and then i i started actually making one for myself and it's it's been really cool to actually it's like yeah 
I'm just going to... Because sometimes I get a little discombobulated. I get a little scattered and confused, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And there's a lot of things to choose from on my plate. But to actually just sit down and say, this is set in stone. I'm going to do this for this you know, chunk of time. Uh-huh. makes a lot of sense. That's something we talked about in the last episode with, um, that was something we talked about in the last episode with Dan Aid was, yeah. um, you know, the importance of, of having your habits built out. Like goals are important so you can set direction and kind of build in your parameters, but then it all comes down to habits. And so like, you know, like the algorithms that you build in for yourself of like, when this happens or if this happens or when this happens then i will dot 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 so like like really with my limited amount of time you know i have during ransom's nap time that's when i do my video like i've basically got while ransom is asleep to do my video and then i've got every monday to come do the podcast and whatever other band production related stuff i have to do that's really all i have besides little nooks and crannies that i can fit business stuff into you know sarah puts ransom down for the night i've got like 20 minutes when i can work on stuff i actually had i wanted to run this by you and actually see if you wanted to join me in this and logan if you want to join me in this too i think it'd be a lot of fun um I was going to start a challenge for myself. I'm already up. <laughs> so so I was thinking about, um, there was some quote by Bob Dylan where he said something about like the best songs take like 20 minutes to write or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I had this idea and I was like, I'm pretty sure I could allocate 20 minutes a day. So I wanted to start a challenge for myself of writing a song every day, but only allowing myself 20 minutes to do it. So just me, a guitar, hit record, and just strum through an idea and get a, a, a idea a day for seven days, right? And then you take your best idea of the week and you build that out a little bit more. You know, you build that out more into like a, a, a fully formed demo, a demo with the actual ideas kind of laid out. And then at the end of the month, You've got your best of the month based on your best of the week, right? And then at the end of the year, you take the 12 best fully formed songs and turn those into an album. And then you've also got a back catalog of demos and stuff in development that you can mine from or salvage from later on. That's not quite enough planning for me. What happens in five years? You have 60 new songs. <laughs> no, but for real, though, I mean, that's that's a great idea. I love it. Have you heard of the RPM challenge? What's the RPM I, challenge? I think I've actually talked about this before, but it's the... Usually, I think they do it in March every year, and it's you can look it up online. It's called the RPM challenge. It's basically uh, write 10 songs and uh, within that month and record them and... and and release them on their website like it's like it's like their it's like their challenge just like put out material or it's like 10 songs or 30 minutes worth of material like that's kind of how it works and i i've done a couple albums like that just kind of putting myself on a schedule 
and and putting things together like that and then later on go back and kind of flesh them out and, and work on them a little bit more well like the uh, so the the christmas album i made and i've mentioned this before the christmas album i made for my family i forced myself to write every day and you know most of it wasn't amazing it was but it was a great exercise and i was able to prove to myself that i can produce every day you know sure you just got to allow trash you know, you've got to allow yourself to create trash and just say, like, like I am going to set out to write a shitty song every day. And then by just showing up and doing that every single day, you increase the odds of something amazing coming out of your brain, you know, because you're showing up. It's like um, Stephen King wrote a book called On Writing, where he talks about his writing process. Right. And he talks about how, what does he say? He says, the muse is not like some beautiful angel that comes down and bestows ideas to me. It's like the muse is more like a curmudgeonly old man who just sits in the basement polishing his bowling trophies and then just kind of shows up when he wants to. You know what I mean? Then it's like about showing up and doing the work to facilitate when the muse does finally come around and want to help you out and throw you a bone. Right, and he did. And he actually was it like a, a year or two ago. He's like, he kind of threw it out to his fans. He's like, oh, these two ideas kicking around. Which one should I work on? And one of them was the sequel to The Shining, and the other one was uh, I don't know some other thing he was working. Maybe another Dark Tower thing. I don't know. Huh. And he he kind of put it out there to his his fan base. And they decided that he should do the Shining follow-up, and that's what he ended up doing. That's why he decided on that? That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. It's like, oh, well, that's that's one way to get things done, I suppose. But he's a super fucking productive dude, you know? Like, I, dude, he's easily the most, like, I saw a side-by-side comparison of him to George R. R. Martin, and it was, like, talking <laughs> about the, the difference between the two of them is, and it was actually George R. R. Martin was interviewing... Uh, Stephen King and he was like how do you write so many books so fast and he's like he's like I write my number of pages every day he's like I have I have my my protocol every day and George R.R. Martin doesn't have that you know he kind of just like writes when he gets around to it which is one of the reasons that like people have been waiting so long on new Game of Thrones books to come out or Song of Fire and Ice books to come out Real quick shout out to Sarah Baker in Fort Worth, Texas. Got a package here for you. Thank you so much for your support, Sarah. We appreciate it. Whoa. Super cool, Sarah. Yeah. Super, super cool. Sarah. That's super what they cool. Call it. Yeah. Super super cool, Sarah. Super cool, Sarah. Uh okay, next one is gonna go out to Drum roll, please. Up your butt. <laughs> can't see the name okay i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to print the thing and then figure out who it is that's what i'm gonna have to do yeah congratulations i need a a medium hall of champions and a medium keep denver shitty keep a medium not too big not too small the mediums are going fast man we are almost out of these right in the middle yeah Right down the fucking middle. Have you seen that uh, that Hard Times article that was like, um, it was like uh, touring band uh, already out of mediums by first show? 
<laughs> and, they're, and they're like blaming it on the label. They're like something with the label. I don't think I, I don't think that we've ever gotten our sizing right. Like we, you know, well, I'll think I've I've come across the perfect combination of sizes, and then like probably two weeks later, it's like this is fucked. We 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 don't like we don't have the sizes we need. Everybody's asking for the size we don't have. Like again, how does so, that happen? Something I that I found you that, that our crowd was a a larger, a girthier crowd. We do a have a girthier crowd. Um, what I did, Gordo, and this seemed to help. It at least helped mitigate some of our over-ordering to a degree. Like, I feel like we we burned through stuff a little more evenly now. Is I looked up the um, average garment sizes in the U.S. And then applied those percentages to the number of to the quantity in my order so let's See, say it's like you're smart you go straight to the data straight to the data <laughs> i trust data i Duh. trust data i trust figures i trust facts and research and data <laughs> just get up in front of a crowd at a show and be like our shirt sizes are scientifically data driven i don't want to hear any shit about how we're not scientific or data-driven about everything that we do. Scientifically, that's just, that's... we have enough shirts for all of you here. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, Let according the to the show. data, if we run out of shirts, it's because you, you are ignoring the data. There's too many of you XLs out there. <laughs> oh, it's That's true. the problem. We're going to have to ask all the XLs to leave right now. <laughs> There's way too many of us XLs out there. I, well, said I think, I said I think the sizing is kind of flawed. I mean, and obviously it, it's, it varies between manufacturer quite a bit, but like, you know, like I'm somewhere between a large and an extra large pretty much all the time. Like, I, I can't figure out which one is the better size for me unless I know the brand. Like for Gildan, for, for a particular cut, I know like what it is for American Apparel or whatever it is. I, I can figure that out, you know. Uh, you know, Hanes, little, little less predictable, but you know, whatever. Uh, Logan, I saw, I saw Becky walk by in the background, and it reminded me of one of the last <coughs> times we hung out. I was yeah. bemoaning the fact that my shirt size is going up, like that I'm starting to pack on <laughs> some weight. And Becky, your wife, looked right at me, and she goes, "Oh, are you a medium now?" <laughs> it was so fucking funny, dude. It was so fucking funny, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been Good a one, small Beck. forever." Yeah, so say <laughs> hi to Beck for me. Hi, Beck. They say hi. Um, they, were, they were talking about how you burned Aaron for being a size medium. Oh, are you a medium now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a name on this. This is my man Jesse Daniels. Uh, I used to live with Jesse Daniels at the Hood at Blair's place. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Jesse's an old bud from from way back, man, and uh, he's an audio engineer too, and uh, a hell of a sweet guy. And I actually saw him uh, at the last, last show I played, which was the White Fudge Show at Three Kings. So, uh, uh, Jesse, man, thank you very much for your support, bud. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, man. Let's see. 
you're about as kick-ass as these pistachios are. Mmm, pistachios. Oh, pistachios. Pistachios. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Next, I've got a Hall of Champions baseball tee, size 2X, and an embroidered patch. Who is that for? Oh, man. That's a bummer. I think I misspelled puce in the feed. That's Everybody's going to look at me completely differently now. Oh, you totally did. That's the wrong word. I don't know what it means. Pubes in the feed? Is that what you said? <laughs> Puce. Uh, Ethan said that I should, right before my phone died, he said that uh, I should have a moth background. And I said, what about neon puce? But I spelled puce wrong. You know, so. What's Dude, puce? What about- What's neon puce? It's, it doesn't exist. I think Puce is like a, a red color, but I, lo- I just love the name Puce. It's like, because it kind of sounds like puke, uh, and people don't know if you're serious when you're saying puke. Kind of sounds I like think, pubes. Yeah, it kind of sounds like pubes. What about neon pubes or neon puke? Now, neon, yeah, neon puke uh. and neon, neon pubes. Now, that's an interesting prospect. Dude, I want neon pubes. <laughs> Dude, well, there's you know been what? doable. There's a waxing place that just reopened, so like you can you can talk to them about your you know waxing and, and neon pube needs. <laughs> hey, right now we're like waxing, waxing. You realize that? We're like, oh, we're waxing, waxing. We're yeah. waxing, waxing. No, there was um. So Sarah has let her armpit grow before, and like I don't care. Like she shaved it. I'm like, why'd you shaved it? I don't mind you having armpit hair. Like it doesn't bother me. But there's like just the armpit area. She let her armpit. Grow. She let her like, armpits grow. Like, just like, like you know, <laughs> just like a bunch of sagging skin coming from the <laughs> armpit area. Like, oh, yeah. how could you let your armpits grow like that? We cut it open and we put a zipper on it. We use it. We like keep the baby in there and stuff. He sleeps like it's a little cocoon. <laughs> like pouches. Like you putting your groceries top. in there. Like you got a couple bags of chips over here. It's a beer. But uh, but no, there's there was like a fashion trend there for a bit that was all dying body hair, like girls dying oh, their armpit yeah. hair, girls dying their Remember pubic right. hair and stuff like that. Like it was a big it was a big Instagram thing for a minute. I wonder if that is coming back during the pandemic because people are are grooming less. Does the carpet there. match the drapes? Mm. Maybe. All right, let's uh, see who's this one for. Hopefully somebody would dyed armpit hair. They're going to be very offended by this conversation that we're having. It'll be oh. the, it'll be the next like uh, sale you could do. It's just like anyone who dyes their pubics or their armpit hairs gets yeah. an extra ten percent off. Their you know armpit. who this one is for, Logan? This is for Mike Zoller. Oh, fucking Mike Zoller! Monster Zoller. What did he get? <laughs> Oh, he got the... Uh, yeah, he got a shirt and a patch. Cool. He got a big guy shirt and a patch. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support, Mike. We appreciate it, buddy. He was at our uh, our Goose Town show. Was he? Yeah. I vaguely remember running into him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must have missed him. How could you miss him? Oh, this one's for Beth Boyens. All right. Yeah, shout out to Beth Boyens. She's probably not watching anymore. No, probably not. 
I mean, why do you think that she would stop watching? Is it because we're just having a meandering conversation while I stuff envelopes and playing with graphics on her Skype and eating pistachios? And, and I'm just munching oh, yeah. on pistachios over here? I haven't, um, I haven't um, changed mine in a while. I need, to, I need to figure out something else to put behind me here. You've got to get on that shit, man. Man. Uh, Logan, you are pretty much like... You are uh, uh, an apparel and collectible aficionado, I would say. Like, you always have pretty cool stuff in terms of collectibles and apparel. Mm -hmm. um, have you done any... Uh, have you done any retail therapy during the lockdown uh, that has produced anything really cool? Tell me about some I of the did, stuff that you I bought. Did. I, uh, I bought two shirts. I, I mean... I, I don't have a job right now, so I'm not trying to like spend money on shit I don't need. But about two T-shirts, one of them says uh, "Vatos Locos" and it's like the LA Dodgers logo, and it's pretty neat. That's pretty but cool. The, the other one has a alligator on it, and he has a little lighter and a little meth pipe, and it says <laughs> it says "Watch out for them meth gators." <laughs> What is that from? I don't know. It, you just happen to see. Where do you find all these shirts, man? Um, I follow some different companies on Instagram and Facebook. So, like, right. Since I follow those companies, it's like you'll probably like this bullshit, and I'm like, right, ah, right, right. <laughs> hey, do. if you like this bullshit, you're definitely gonna like this bullshit. Yeah. Try out this so, bullshit for a change. But they were fairly affordable, and from a pretty cool company so i got them what are you uh what are you binging on right now tv wise here's your shirts beth thank you so much thanks beth sometimes we just put some bullshit on in the background and hang out with our dogs and we watched all the uh the stranger which was really cool is that what it was called the outsider you mean the outsider yeah that shit right. was so oh, fucking good that's dude. a great show that, um, that was like my favorite new show for a long time or like of the new shit that's been coming out that was like the best show that came out sarah and i are almost done <laughs> with uh ozark oh yeah yeah ozark season three is is fucking rad it's a great show great cast we just got to the part where darlene and wyatt start uh doing it spoiler alert sorry and that was that was like surprising and and like listen i saw harold and maud i thought it was a pretty good movie i thought it was a very sweet story but darlene and wyatt is not uh harold and maud sweet it is a little upsetting well but it's you know i i can't say anything honestly because it's just going to give everything away so yeah yeah <laughs> There's so many um, things I want to uh, say right now. Um, <laughs> oh my God, you're in your own place. That's great. That's great. I had to move over because Josh was. I was blocking Josh. Is is your face all wacky and weird too? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of yeah, course yeah, it is. <laughs> Gordo can't not be fucking weird and, and goofy. Uh, I love it. And in answer to the meth gators thing, Fawn said. Uh, I think there was a news story out of Florida a while back where an alligator ate some meth, or maybe I had a dream about that. Either way, <laughs> meth. 
Wow. Yeah, man. Dude, messed up alligators? That's no joke. Yeah, they just keep coming at you, man. I mean, they were already a little, like, acted kind of like... Well, I mean, they're pretty aggro to begin with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they have a they're lot a of energy, bothering. and they're pretty relentless to begin with. I've Honestly, I've got a bunch more packages to do, so what I'm probably going to do is... Uh, Maybe I'll post some shout out to any everybody that got on, but this this took longer than I thought it would. Um, I just want to say thanks to everybody who dropped in and checked out the stream and listened to us talk about a variety of subjects. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna handle the rest of these packages, and then um, yeah, this is a good place to stop. Thanks very much for your support, guys. Thanks for listening to and watching the podcast. This has been episode number 105 of the motherfucking podcast. Uh, the COVID out of business sale is going to be going on for quite some time. So um, make sure to go to mfruckus.bigcartel.com and uh, get your hands on some of the merch that is going quickly and use uh, promo code COVID at checkout to get 15% off your total order. And also go to the Gordophonic Records page. Gordo, do a plug for that real quick. Look at this. Look at this shit behind me. Look at all this shit going on right here. You can get all this shit an extremely reduced price right now. 30% off $30 or more purchase at gordophonicrecords.com. I dare you. I dare all of you. He double dares look you. At the page. I'm just, I dare you to even look at the page and see if there's anything interesting there. There are a few things that we're running out of. So, like, you know, early bird gets the worm. You know, right now, there's no one in line in front of you. I cannot guarantee that for, like, five minutes from now. So... Get on it, suckers. Hey, shout out to uh, Levi Matson, um, formerly of the Rum Fits from Albuquerque, now living in Montana. We love you, dude. Thank you so much for uh, for ordering some stuff. This uh, this is going in the mail for you, my man. Thank you so much for uh, watching the podcast, guys. We will catch you next week. I'm Aaron. I'm Logan. I'm Gordo. Buddha's name be praised. And this is Ethan, the tech guru. See you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. See you next week. The motherfucking podcast is recorded at the Nug Nation Studios in Denver, Colorado, and hosted by Aaron Howell, Tony Lee, Logan O'Connor, and occasionally even Ty Blosser of the international power rock combo, Motherfucking Ruckus. Our producer in the studio is Gordon Ledfoot. Our producers in Chicago are Gene Skibbins and Adam Zielinski. All music except homie shoutouts and featured artists is written and performed by MF Ruckus and comes from the album The Front Lines of Good Times Volume 1, coming this fall on Rodeo Star Records. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, if you find this podcast valuable or entertaining and you wish to support MF Ruckus further, you can rate, review, share, subscribe, follow us on any of our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. If you really want to help us do what we do, you can go to patreon.com slash mfruckus and become a patron at any level. Our patrons get access to exclusive content, early releases, guest list spots, even VIP parties with beer and food, all in exchange for a small monthly contribution. It really does make a difference and allows us to do this podcast, make records, create videos, go on tour, fly Tony back and forth, and all the other stuff we love to do for you guys. Patreon.com slash MFRuckus. Check it out. Thanks again, guys.
You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 